from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. That other voice you hear is Wes Durham, ACC Network, ESPN. Here we are again at the anniversary of one of the great, great radio moments in ACC history. Right? Yeah? Yeah, you love we telling start, the story. We started this in like, what? <laughs> had to be like 12, maybe. Oh, this is at least our second decade of service. Oh, no, it is. It okay. is. I want to say. Um, it's when you tried to interject the SWAC scoreboard during a talk set with me. W- and Gold. No, I was coming out doing an update, and I did give the SWAC scoreboard. Yes, yes at, Adam Adam Gold's over there. What, yeah. what was that? Like, what year was that? Was that 12? It was it was earlier, earlier than, that? than twelve. Jeez, yeah. Okay. Okay. I think it was the first iteration to Phillips Arena or the Georgia Dome or something. It like might that. have been. Yeah. It might have been. Yeah. I think you're right. right about that. But, but no we, swag scoreboards today. We got ACC I, scoreboards. And I'd like to say, Julio, that we broke New York City as an ACC tournament destination not long after that. I hope long, we did. Long, we, oh, did. we did. We, we did, did actually. We I did. hope we did. Oh, we, we set fire to some of the old heads in the media, of which now we are one. Yes, we are. Yeah. Now. Um, we set fire to some of the old heads when we said, boys, y'all better get ready. We're going to New mm-hmm. York at some point. I'll never go to New York. <laughs> never going. <laughs> but you know what? I'll say this, Wes. And Wes Durham hanging out with us. Why was, why was that your plantation owner voice? <laughs> Sorry. Well, I mean, West, West grew up in Apex, and there's a lot of neighborhoods that were built off of plantations. Well, so yeah, it, it is fine. what it is. All right. Uh, so I got to admit, it's a little comforting to come back to Greensboro, though. It is. It I is. mean, I don't everybody mind, knows I don't where to go. They know where the media room is. Yes. People, I, I now I will say this has been a different experience. I've heard from more fans this year. Yeah, because we got rid of the pie slices. Mm-hmm. We got rid of the pie slices, and everybody's going to kind of be intermingling, yes. if you will. Which we'll, we'll notice tonight. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see what it looks like. Uh, to me, the wildest part about Greensboro Coliseum experience is that they have floor seating now for fans. And I would say it that, looks awkward as hell. And we're talking about revenue generation. Uh huh. <laughs> Yeah. So let's get to revenue generation. Here we go. Well, we talked to Jim Phillips, ACC commissioner, uh, yesterday about okay. that. And they had they announced this partnership with Elevate right. and, and various other things. And the whole point of that is to, as you said, revenue generation. No question. You're selling packages, experiences. I think most people understand to go to a sporting event now is more about the experience than anything else. Julio and I talked about this with the stadium series at Carter-Finley Stadium. If you were going to watch a hockey game, yeah. then you might as well stay at home. If you're going, it's because you want to take in the spectacle. So that's what gets us to the ACC tournament. And look, we only have so much time with Jim. I, I would I would love to know in your conversations with coaches, conversations with people around the league, is there a way to reimagine the ACC tournament? Could you compact it to eight teams? Not everybody gets here. Can you... Can you do a mid-season tournament? You, again, if it's revenue generation, you have to give the television networks points right. at which they can broadcast. I, and I don't know what a traditional tournament does for you anymore. Right. Well, let's let's back up a clock a little bit. Here. All right. We remember when the ACC Big East Challenge started, right? Mm-hmm. You guys familiar? You remember those, right? Yes. I don't no. Know that, you don't remember the ACC Big East Challenge? I don't. Yeah, that was a thing. Late 80s. Yeah. Late 80s. Wow. And the ACC Big East Challenge, I think, was a three-year deal. Okay. And the first year of the ACC Big East Challenge, uh, I want to say three nights were on neutral floors. One was in Greensboro. Yeah, one was in Greensboro. The Chris Corciani-Georgetown play happened at the Meadowlands, as I recall. Wasn't that an ACC Big East? No, that was the NCAA tournament. Okay, but there was. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Just so you know. Yeah. It's the morning. 
I know. I'm on my game. Right? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I need yeah. you to know this. Okay. This is not Joe falling asleep before 30. The ACC Big East Challenge. There was an ACC. You're legitimately saying there was something called the ACC Big East Challenge. It was something. It was something where, like, the ACC Big Ten or the ACC SEC. We we actually it didn't had, last long. And it didn't last long. Okay. I want to say three years out of the late 80s, yeah. 30 odd, almost 30 years ago. Those Gavit boys. But they played, can't trust them. I can't They do played boys. a doubleheader here. Mm-hmm. I think they played one at the Meadowlands. Well, you don't Hartford, even, Hartford may have been a there you, go. you don't even have to go ACC Big East Challenge. I mean, I'll, I'll promote Brief History of Triangle Sports. There's a new episode out today about beer sales. There you uh, go. North Carolina's tortured history with selling beer at sporting right. events sure. and how that kind of doomed the Raleigh Durham Skyhawks from the jump because they yeah. couldn't sell beer card at Finley Stadium. That episode's out today. But I did do an episode, um, and it featured Colton Tudor, uh, the late Colton Tudor, who worked with us here at WRAL and at the News and Observer longtime columnist. And he talked about the he talked about the old Big Four tournament. The coaches hated it, right? But the fans absolutely loved it. We and, have old RAL footage where people are smoking cigarettes in the Greensboro Coliseum. Oh, I man. remember those days. You remember those days? Yeah, boy. And, you know, and people were having a good time. I look at that and think to myself, that is how you get interest back in the ACC. If you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tie three things together here about revenue generation, and one is a Richard Deitch podcast with Burke Magnus, Mm -hmm. where Burke Magnus specifically talks about revenue generation for college networks and college sports. Yeah, being the live event, the captivated live event. Like ESPN released some numbers this morning that Duke Carolina is still like the number two basketball game yeah. behind DePaul Creighton, which by the way followed an NFL wild card or playoff game. <laughs> right. So I got <laughs> that news one doesn't for you. count. That yeah. one doesn't count. Um, but to me, part of the and, and people look at me like you lost your mind. They'll never go for it. They will if it means dollars. Mm-hmm. And the bottom line is, I don't see a problem with bringing the Big Four tournament back except I want the Big Four tournament with the Dixie Classic model. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, look, we're in, living in this world of speculation, right? I mean, this week I'm hearing that John Skipper tells uh, David, what is it, Samson? David Sampson yeah. on, the, on the Levitar I, I show. I sent that link to you this you morning. Did, yeah. And, yeah. I mean, Skipper's talking about the ability for live events and the Pac-12 and the ACC and all that. Okay, well, I got an idea. Let's take four Pac-12 teams and four ACC teams and play a doubleheader over two days somewhere. Sure. Guess what? Put a corporate sponsor on it. That's revenue generation. Mm. Create floor seats. You mean, when are you going to do it? I don't know. Second week in January? Right. I I mean, we can do anything to manipulate the schedule. Nobody says, hey, look, we back college basketball up earlier in November every year, Mm -hmm. right? And we need to stop that because it gets lost in the – heyday of football on the collegiate and professional level all the way now through second week in February. So we need to find ways if you're going to continue to push basketball on the product line of basketball to create compelling live events. I don't see any reason why you can't sit around a table and get people to understand that, hey, once every four years, you're going to be involved in an MTE with eight teams Mm -hmm. and it's going to be a revenue generation. We're going to have floor seats and whatever banquet service and luxury boxes and all that. And you could do it around the country to feature the best four teams in your league and the best four teams in the Pac-12 or the SEC or whatever. They need to get creative. That's no what question. the bottom line. That's is. the bottom line. You know, it, it, I'm just looking up some great names from the uh, from that ACC Big East. So now you believe all me? Time. No. I- <laughs> When you were saying it happened at the Meadowlands, I'm like, okay, now wait a second. I went to a lot of basketball games at the Meadowlands. I, I would have remembered Hartford. That. Probably remember. Hartford. So, but I'm, what I'm getting at is in the creative sense. Why not split up your own? We, and we've talked about this. Maybe you don't play the ACC tournament 
Maybe you have one at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's one in the middle. The NBA is talking about playing a tournament in the middle of their schedule. Maybe look at minor league baseball around you. Maybe you have a first half. The top four teams from the first half. Then the top four teams, it almost acts like a uh, regulation, relegation, right? You you can split the old Big East teams and the ACC teams and find a mid-season reason to go back to the Madison Square with the Big East teams. And then come here, bring the A teams, and say that's your automatic bid. There's many different ways to do it. No question. But it requires you thinking a little bit differently. We had Jim Phillips here yesterday. We were talking to him about, this. I believe, the success of the SEC Big 12 challenge and the timing it's of January, it right? is because we, we just had Jerry Palm on, and I've said this to Joe before, all that matters is when you win, mm-hmm. okay? You could sit here, and and we're all guilty of trying to figure out the net. We're all guilty of saying, this doesn't make any sense. Why did Utah State move up 28 points after winning by two okay. against the crappy UNLV team, right? Mm-hmm. But the truth of the matter is, the SEC and Big 12 played in the middle of their conference schedule Oklahoma beat Ala- beat the brakes off of Alabama. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, guess what, Wes? Everyone in the Big 12 who beats the last place team in the Big 12 gets all kinds of credit for beating Oklahoma. Right. Same thing, Carolina. You can't beat Iowa State. Well, we're talking to Bubba Cunningham yesterday. He's sitting in a room this week trying to defend his team. Well, guess what? What helped your damn team in the league? Beat Iowa State, for goodness sake. Yeah. They're not that good. Correct. You're better than Iowa State. I ain't saying you got to beat Alabama in four overtimes, but you should beat Iowa State for. Come on, man! But for two overtimes, you were better than Alabama too, by yeah. the way. But that all, you're right, and see, that's the issue. We get locked up in the MTEs in November, yeah. that are meaningless. That that, that, that was, and, and, and you know, all well intentioned. We're gonna play games in Portland. It's Nike's home. Phil Knight loves us. He's he's bankrolled us all these years. Cool. But I watch those games. There's nobody there. Nobody not there. Soul, okay. Not a soul. So there. you know, you talk about trying to, make, and I get it. TV inventory is really important. I understand that. But again, to your point, it's buried in the beginning of the season. You do something like this after or maybe even the week of the, the Super Bowl break. <laughs> yep. You know, we saw this even the day of the Super Bowl back in NC State in Maryland, the success that they had playing that game. Although I did see there one are of my ways worst around all of games this. at PNC Arena between NC State and Maryland on a Super Bowl Sunday. Sure. I think the first half took I an saw hour State and Carolina minutes. playing Carmichael Auditorium at one o'clock on a Sunday afternoon yeah, ahead of a four o'clock Super Bowl kick. Yeah, why don't you, <laughs> oh, that's great. I love that. Glorious. That's that's, that's, a, that's a pregame right there. Al, Glorious. Al, Al Green hit free throws. Dirk Ewing had a big day. Kenny Carr had 26 and fouled out on a controversial yeah. call. <laughs> West Durham, ACC Network, ESPN, hanging out with us here on the OG. Greensboro Coliseum, ACC Tournament. All right, let's talk about uh, coaches who might not be here next year. Outside of Mike Bray? Outside of Mike Bray. Who, who I'm going to miss. Oh, man. Who is I, Immensely. I, I, loved, I love Mike Bray going, hey, man, what you going to do to me? I'm just going to tell you that we didn't have an A crew last night, uh, which I thought was great. I mean, good for him. Yeah, he got a shot in. He got a shot in on his way he, out. He, he did a drive-by. At the it's end, fine. And that's fine. fine. And you know what? He's going to coach again. I'm more confident of it now than I was two weeks ago. I think he's going TV, man. I don't. Okay. Okay. I think he coaches again, or you don't see him for a year, and then he comes back, he goes Sean Payton. Kenny Payne, Louisville. He was asked yesterday, there was a testy exchange between, I think it was the student media re- reporter and Kenny Payne about a, a dismal four-win Some, season. Somehow student questioning philosophy, Gilio's morphed its way from central New York down to the Commonwealth of Weird. Kentucky. Weird. Um, I, look, it's a bad year. Yeah, man. It's a really bad year. You got to make some changes after you win four times. They got to make a lot of changes. <laughs> um, you can have a free agent wire now in college yes. basketball, which yes. is interesting. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
so you can flip the switch pretty quick, but you got to get it right. I've had them three times this year. Okay. And all three times I saw a team that once they slowed down in the half court and stood around, they were dead in the water in the possession. Uh, you, If you got them in transition, I thought L. Ellis played terrific. Mm-hmm. When they were in transition, I thought they were pretty abysmal on defense, and the personnel he had was not capable of running the offense he wanted to run, whatever the offense is going to be. Um I don't think they make a change. I, I don't know. The demand for Kenny Payne to get that job was unbelievable. It was. It was. I mean, like record demand. Yeah. Um, I just don't know that Josh Hurd and the people at Louisville can cash out after one year. Is uh, Greensboro going to be Jim Beheim's swan song? Oh. It's never leaving. It's never good. I've, I've said this to you guys, what, a couple of weeks ago. I, I don't see this ending well. No. It's already there. Right. <laughs> no, he's saying it'll be a Bobby Knight-like ending. Uh, oh, I see. He'll I don't know slip about that. and say something stupid. Uh, well, I mean, didn't, yeah. he, didn't he already? By he basically no. stupid oh, no, Mark no. Adams. Okay. Um, no, I'm saying, like, he'll pop off on the wrong person. Could. Yeah, I mean, costing I, him. but what I'm getting at is whatever script we're trying to write there, mm-hmm. I don't know can be written. Okay. Oh, the, the script was written last year. He couldn't walk off with his kids. And, and God bless him, man. I would have loved it for him right. to but, have a successful what are you season. Joe Gerard's still on the spot. Well, yeah, is is the third Bayhunt. But yes, I, let but. me let me add this. He continues to tell us about the plan. Mm-hmm. We've heard nobody else talk about the plan <laughs> no. except him. Right. Syracuse. Okay. Um, it's not gone well. No. It it may not go well today. Five days after they. That's found, what I'm saying. I love Forbes today. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to be really interested to see what the offseason's like there. And, it's going to be more of the same. But there are a lot of people, though, that automatically, and I like Jerry a lot, and I like Red Autry a lot, who are longtime assistants. And then, you know, the automatic answer a few years ago was Mike Hopkins, right? Yeah. Mike well, Hopkins, can't bring him back. He had lit it on fire at Washington. So my guess is this. I, I think there's a 50-50 chance that this is it. Okay. From coaches to players. Which is higher than I would have had before. The beauty of NIL is that you can get guys to come back rather than them chasing you can. That uh, is correct. an NBA contract. Or and you can bring overseas. new faces. And you can. You can. Yeah. But in the case of North Carolina, you can still bring some guys back. You could. If you're – I'll put it like this. If you're Hubert Davis, do you want Armando Baycott, R.J. Davis, and Caleb Love to come back? Because – I'm sure they can if they wanted to. The NIL money is certainly there. Armando can make tons of money. I but would argue that all three can reset? make more money than they make playing professionally. Yeah. So, but do you? But Gilio seems to have a better feel of that than I do. But do I would just think, estimate that. Do you think that that would be wise though? All three. All three. I don't think all three come back. Okay. I can't tell you which specifically, but I don't think all three come. I can back. envision a scenario because I think that program's got to continue. The tricky NIL piece. Yeah. In, in this extra year which, by the way, next year is the last year, the extra year. Mm-hmm. The tricky piece for this and talking to coaches, and I'm sure Gilio's had this conversation with a couple of guys too, the idea of doing this, at some point you still have to move your program forward and evolve it. That's what I'm – yeah. Yeah, you yeah. can't linger on something that could have been over two years ago and you've extended it to. Right. Because what you're doing is you're trapping yourself on the back end. Yes. Because as much as you want portal and as much as you want that – Dave Clawson's got this right. You still have to recruit and push guys into the development piece of the program. Mm -hmm. He's talking about 85. A basketball coach told me a month ago, 
you think the fo- football guys can make the mistake in the portal, make the mistake on the NIL, and it's a one-year deal and you move on from it, yeah. i.e. JT Daniels. Right. Okay? Right. Here's where you have a struggle point. You only got 13 scholarships in basketball. You got to get nine of those right. Yeah. No matter how you get it done, you got a combination of nine you better get right if you want to be good. You agree with that? Yeah, basketball math is is changing, but I know, you know, quite frankly, with my conversations with coaches that in basketball in particular, hey man, I, I, if I'm gonna die with somebody, I'm dying with a 24 year old. I'm dying with 25 year old. No doubt. You know what I mean? Yeah, but <laughs> they, now you look at Jarkel Joyner and the success that he's having absolutely. right now. You look at the guards that that uh, J, uh, Jeff Capel brought into Pitt. Mm-hmm. Older guards. Cummings kid is a nice steadying force for them. You know. Oh yeah. And, and you know now all of a sudden you look back at it and you're going, you know, yesterday I'm joking with him about Nick Farrar playing right. well for UNCW. Right. And, and that's to your point. You, you hey, we want to see guys develop. We want right. to see how this all used to work. And it's like, who's got the patience for that anymore? No one. Well, they don't have that luxury anymore. Let me give you the floor. I mean, we're literally talking about Kenny Payne because he won four games. Yeah. Like, it is it is a legitimate question. I don't think they should get rid of Kenny Payne, but it is a legitimate question after watching. They're statistically the worst Power 5 team in the last 25 not years. Not even close. And, yeah, and it's, it's not even close. It's not right. even close. Right. Yeah. Like, here's, here's what I would offer you this. And let's use Notre Dame as the example. Three guys, all with a swing on the house at Notre Dame, played last night. All three can go someplace and play. They can stay one more if they choose. They can go play pro ball, wherever. How? I mean, just take those three guys, Ryan, Leshevsky, and Goodwin as examples Mm -hmm. of where we are in the landscape of the game. I mean, would somebody like to have Cormac Ryan on their team next year at Power 5? You better believe it. If Dane Goodwin can return his jump shot, absolutely. Um, I I think that's where the, the rub in the road is a little bit. West Durham, ACC Network, ESPN here on the OG. We're in Greensboro for the uh, for the ACC tournament. All right, man, we'll close on this. Okay. NC State's had some time to reset. Uh, I didn't think Terquavion Smith helped in the loss at Duke. No. Um, he's got two he, weeks to finish the he's record. Got, he's season. got chill. He's got chill. It's still there for the Wolfpack, though. Oh, yeah. So <clears throat> I think they're in. I'm they, no, I think, they're, I think they else. get in, too. For me, the question is, are they not in? It's it, The question is, how far can they go? Here, here. If you put one and zero in the on the fire, yeah, a long way. Then go to Saturday night. Okay, I'm with you on that. I'm with you. Nobody on that. wants to win the event more than they do. What makes you say that? I just think because it's, it's feeling like '83. Like so what? long. Is that is that what it is? <laughs> last no, one I, I saw. Said, I saw the last one at Capital Center, Atlanta, Maryland. The building literally no longer exists <laughs> where they last won an ACC title. Tavian Benz. <laughs> Scrap Vinny One Del Negro and Chucky Brown. <laughs> yeah. Love, shout yeah. out Chucky Brown, by the way. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Love Chucky Brown too. I, but even, even that, that's more of a fan <laughs> sentiment. You look at Jarkel Joyner, sixth-year player, mm-hmm. third different school, has not played in the NCAA tournament. That's the hunger that's driving yeah. NC State I, right NC now. State can go all the way to Saturday night. I think that or they it, could lose and, tonight, and this is where the, we, or they could lose tonight. They could lose. You know tonight, what I'm saying? But I don't think that's so. volatile. Yeah, right. I don't think so tonight. Either. But let me offer you this. Remember what we said two months ago. Wednesday at noon, the tournament starts. Mm-hmm. And that's where we are. And you tell me right now you would discount. I'll, Georgia Tech's not making it. I, Boston College without Quentin Post will not make it. Yeah. yeah. But would you rule anybody else out playing right now? Wake maybe without Monsanto? Yeah. Wake without Monsanto would make okay. it. Okay. Syracuse? Sense. I mean, no. they could do something dumb. Right. But <laughs> think about it. Seven schools. I'll take the top seven seeds or the field. 
It's the OG. That's West Durham. We appreciate it, man. Have, Have fun, a great uh, day. Always broadcast. a pleasure. Congratulations on our anniversary. Yes, we we made it another. <laughs> Gilio has tournament. no idea. Now 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 Joe's involved with it. He's, now he's we're now, on multi-platform. That's Look right. At us. Check check out the apps and YouTube's and everything else. Caress the YouTube button.